Shea Girl Shells, and welcome back to another episode of Mama Drama Podcast. We are joined by your host, Anisha. Woo! Can you see how we up the handkerchief? <laughs> Upgraded me. <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now a host. I was a panelist. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was okay. just trying to sideboard me, you know. Like, <laughs> like, I don't add value to this. She adds a lot of value. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Congrats, <laughs> Right. And we are joined by a very special guest, Sabrina from Hair Me Out UK. Hello. Okay. Before we get into the air, okay. we have got a little dilemma. Let's get straight into it. All right. Cool. It's over to me. The new host. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope I don't start. Anyway. All right. I'm a black woman from the Caribbean, St. Lucia to be precise. I have thick hair, but it's it's extremely, extremely manageable. Well, that's what the hairdresser says. I've always worn my hair in braids and for a period wore wigs. I hate my wigs now and I want to wear my hair out more but the maintenance is long. I don't really have a hair care routine, but my hair seems to thrive when I put it away. Any advice on how I transition to natural hair girly? Oh, wow. There's a lot to cover with that. So, like the gym, you're going to have to put in work. (laughs) When people say it's long, Like, that's the problem. If you want that healthy hair, you're actually going to have to put in the work and the time. Mm. A lot of the times we like to manipulate our hair to do things that we don't want it, that it doesn't want to do naturally. Mm. So when you are transitioning, you have to stop doing what you're doing, stop the relaxers, everything, have regular trims, have regular treatments and be consistent. If you do it yourself, you will grow natural hair, but it might not be as healthy as if you have regular treatments with a reputable salon or with good products so yeah you are going to have to be consistent you're going to have to have those trims get rid of the relaxer and uh, if you're braiding be careful around your edges if you're wearing wigs make sure you're not gluing the hairline down too much and have breaks in between your protective style and just be you know be consistent Guys, you heard it here first. Be consistent with the hair. Yes. Okay, Serena. This app, guys, actually, before we get into it, is all about hair. Black mm-hmm. hair, white hair, mixed hair, okay. every kind of hair. Yeah. yeah, 4C, 4 free, 4B, whatever it is. Where is it? Where is it? Where is I don't it? even know. So start all. Hair even. type, I can tell when it's wet. Okay. Wow. So this has been manipulated. It has. What did you use? A wand. Right. So we were... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one. How's one? Um, just one from August. Okay. It was a good one. Yeah, it's because nice. It's, because it does the curls how I like yeah, it. Yeah. And it didn't, I had an expensive one and I went for a cheaper one, Nikki Clark. Oh, Clark, yes. Yeah. 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 And it's what I'm using now. And it's a thin rod yeah. and it just does it. Quick. It's lovely. Thank you. How often do you do it? Not often. Good. Uh, not good. often. I'm going to be honest and I can talk about my hair. So yeah. I can talk about my hair for a yes, little while. Yes, go so ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm natural bae. I've always been natural bae. Yes. The most I used to do was dye in my hair. Okay. But as I've been getting older, my daughter's four. I've got a 16, 17, 17, a 17-year-old. Okay. I notice that my hair is different. And especially when I'm stressed, my hair falls out in this part of my hair. Okay. Like I said, I've always been natural. Um, but I find it very difficult to do certain styles. So I try and be protective and then my protective is like, 
hmm, I must use extensions, but my hair is quite soft. Mm. That just drag out my hair. It does, and it dries it out too. So when you say you're natural, when you say it, it sounds like because I'm not chemically treating or I'm not doing anything invasive, then it must be healthy. So when you say you're natural, what, what do you mean? I know, you're going to say that blow-drying or not blow-drying, isn't it? <laughs> All right. I, well, I don't mind. I no, just... no, no. Do you know what? I actually blow dry my hair. Good. I blow dry my hair for convenience. Yeah. Because having my hair curly, I'm really coily. My okay. Hair. Okay. And it's long. Yeah. <laughs> like having to, and then the amount of products, and I don't even know what products I'm putting in my hair. I'm just slapping in everything. So this I'm is this just... is you've hit the nail on the head. So you're a, you do it yourself at home, and yeah. you kind of go for products that you think you might need. Yeah. I'm very big on hair care and at Morel's salon, we do treatments. Mm -hmm. So if you came to me, I'll do a consultation. Mm -hmm. I'll assess the area that's a bit weaker that you're having problems with. Mm -hmm. And then I will concoct the treatment that you need. Mm -hmm. So my knowledge isn't Russian roulette of, oh, I like that packaging or I like the smell of that product. Mm -hmm. It's a case of I've studied so I can give you what you need so we can get the results that you want. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the times people pick products based off of smells and colours and, you know, hearing that a friend has used it. But actually, if you're still having the issue here, you might need to see someone that can help you mm -hmm. and then advise you on the best products rather mm -hmm. than you saying, oh, it's getting thinner. And it might be stress. It could be that whatever you're doing is not working anymore. Maybe your products are not strong enough. A lot of people use leave-in conditioners when they actually need a deep hydrating mask. So, yeah, yeah it's... I didn't even know of this. I'm not going to lie, because I just wash my hair, put conditioner in and go. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people do. And they're like, why is it dry? But if you've been doing that for 10 years, it's just conditioner. It's not a deep hydration, mm. moisturising treatment, or it's not a protein treatment, or it's a not enough of what you need. Or maybe mm. you might need a multivitamin or a supplement to kind of help your hair get thick again. Maybe you might need iron or zinc. And this is the thing, iron, so... Yeah. I want to get to me. Okay, oh, no, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to consult. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. here, I'm no, here. But iron, because I've been talking to a lot of mums yeah. who are talking about iron being tired, and I never realised that iron impacts on your hair. Yes. So I'm just like, I'm tired but not thinking about the other stuff, yeah. which is the hair stuff. So our hair is just a bypass of our body. A lot of the times our hair, skin and nails mm. is telling us things that's happening internally. So whenever we're getting any thinning or shedding or just breakage, it's usually a lack of something internally. So I would say if someone was having excessive shedding, mm. I'll do a treatment, put them on my treatment program. If that doesn't work, I'll send them to their GP, go and have a blood test, see mm. what you're lacking mm. and then get on some uh, a good diet, you know, start eating well, drinking more, resting. Mm. You know, if there's things that are stressing you, do things that will eliminate that stress mm. and then just watch your hair grow and do protective styles with treatments. Don't just do a protective style because it's breaking now, it's shedding now. Like, have a treatment, a steam treatment, a trim, then put your hair away. So when you take it out, you've got healthy hair rather than the problem is still there. Yeah, it makes sense. Sorry, now it's shelves, so anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, Literally, okay, so I am someone who experiments with my hair, right? Okay. As you can see, I got the ginger locks. It was black last year, ginger now, DIY, I've done it myself. Nice. Me, yeah. Yes. yes. All of that. Literally, you got hug yourself. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> so um, yeah, I've been natural. Mm -hmm. So I've been a natural babe. Yes. 
um, as I've reached out to my I'm natural gal. So you guys have been natural your whole lives? I've been natural. Uh, okay. Then I've relaxed my hair. Okay. Why did I relax my hair? Because I wanted to. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's, listen, there's no shame in you. Do whatever you want with your hair. There we go. The, the, no, the, the girl who's online now, you know, yes, yeah, crazy. But anyway, uh, relax my hair, cut my hair short. Okay. Um, in a style, I've dyed my hair red, yeah. blonde, and then I've quite off. Nice. Then I went back to natural. Then I had my son. Oh, these children, boy. Here we go. <laughs> and then my hair started doing chaka chaka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Edge hasn't fully recovered. It's still hanging off the dear life, oh. yeah? Five years later. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then I relaxed it again, actually. So mm-hmm. literally last year, my hair's been relaxed, just been sticking, doing sleep buns, DIYing myself. Mm-hmm. And then I got tired. And then I just said, you know what? I'm just going to do a big chop. So I literally got to this sat in front of the mirror and took my hair off. So now I have a little fro, a little curly fro, no heat. Yes. Okay. So I'm literally just been washing it, treat it myself. Okay. And then my love's in. We talk about this on on the Hair Me Out podcast. We yeah. do have um, a lot of people's hair journeys on there. And a lot of people do things themselves. And then, like you said, five years, it hasn't been doing what you want it to do. Yeah. Maybe it's time for some help. Yeah, yeah, no, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's time to just uh, do something different mm-hmm. and get to your results sooner. Because a lot of people fear salons, which I totally understand why. But if you haven't got what you need in five years, in another five years, it's probably going to be worse. Yes. So it's, it's, it's better to kind of nip it in the bud now and uh, be... Um, mindful about how much pressure you're using in that area especially with your faux locks especially if it's heavy it would just add more tension to that area correct we know about this i had locks down to my bum they were beautiful weren't they they were but my head drug out <laughs> oh my god i was almost crying on the phone too i had to cut them out but that's what happens to people with actual locks <laughs> that it becomes so heavy that it thins out their yeah, hair like and then that. they need to... I mean, we're doing it for fashion and we could take it out, but yeah, it's, it's still tension mm. and it's heavy. Yeah, really heavy. Yeah, my neck was like... And my friends were like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm fine. Do you know what? <laughs> I did that too and I felt wonderful, but I was like, this is like real. You've got to wash with it, move it out the way, like, you know, manoeuvre, sleep with it. I was like, wow, thank God I can take this out yeah. because... It actually wasn't fun. No, it, it wasn't looks fun. Nice, it looks beautiful. But that's but about it. It's not for me. No, no, not for me permanently. I hear it, guys. I hear it. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah? Let's go. You've mentioned about, like, going to a reputable salon mm-hmm. and paying the cash and so on and so forth. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind name calling because... Oh, go ahead, yeah, please. If you're from Hackney okay. and you know Vanessa Andor, okay. I don't know, have you heard of that sound? No, no, I haven't. No. Well, basically, I used to go there and, like, my mum would actually pay. Shout Debs, yeah? Mm. She'd literally pay for me to go get my little... Sit under the steamer with my rollers, the things, okay. cream and I'll do all of that, blow out. And then my friends would be like, oh, my gosh, your hair's there, da, da, da. Like, yeah, Vanessa Andor. I've literally plugged so many people there. So I've gone to salons. I've yeah. also gone somewhere in um, Hackney as well. I've even used Brazilian people to do my hair. Okay. Yeah, literally. And the way they do the treatment yeah, and whatnot, I think it's really good. It comes out nice, bouncy, blow dry, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Less heat. But <clears throat> it is expensive. It is. It is. I'll be honest. We as salons do more than hair. 
and good products cost money. Like, I don't buy anything from the shop. If you can buy it, why would I buy it and use it on you and charge you more? Mm. So I'm using professional products. Mm. I have to go and train and learn how to use those professional products. With what I do at the salon and what my team does, we want to see results. So if you're having issues here, the treatments I'm doing, you need to see improvements. Mm. That's the value for money. Mm. So it might be expensive, but if you're getting your thickness back, your hair's healthy, you're hardly needing to use products, you're bouncy, <laughs> you know, it's like how it used to be, mm. that's what you're paying for. Mm. I think it becomes expensive when you don't get what you paid for. Mm. And then you're going home having to fix the problem. That's when you're like, you know, what? why am I doing this? I might as well do it myself. Mm. But if you're actually getting the results that you want, let's say you came to me and your edges came back and it's like, oh my gosh, yes, I can oh, slick this up. After five years, yeah. you know, that's what you paid for. So I think it's uh, finding places that want the same results as you and that you get value for money, even if it seems expensive at that moment. If it costs you a certain amount but saves you time and product, then for me it's worth it. Because it's an investment, I suppose. It's it? an investment when it's valued and when you're seeing an improvement. It's not an investment if you go to a reputable salon that has a brand and actually you have to go home and you hate it. So you have mm. to do your hair yourself. That's not an investment. That's uh, money wasted. Mm. But um, yeah, salons do different things. That's another thing. All salons do different things. Not everybody does the same thing. A lot of salons will make your hair look nice and some salons will care for your hair. And you've got to decide what's your priority. That's true. Yeah. I need a bit of life. Well, then you go to both as, as menelated women. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have... I like that term. Yeah. women. I'm just going to say black. You know what? <laughs> just because you yeah, included yeah, everyone, yeah, I just want yeah, 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 I'll just go there. But yeah, yeah, we black. <laughs> but we have so many things that we can do with our hair. We can't just go to one person. So I know that I'm not going to do faux locks. That's not my bag. But I know someone that does banging faux locks. Yeah. Um, I know someone that does amazing shortcuts. So go and send you to that person. There's enough within the industry that you can go to the right people. But um, if you want care, you do have to be specific about where you go because uh, not everybody's treatments are treated in the hair. Sometimes it feels nice, but then there's damage afterwards. Okay. Okay, talking about black hair care again, mm -hmm. um, the shops. The hair shops. Yeah, the hair oh, gosh. shop. Yeah, guys, we're literally not too far from Wood Green, where the she-dome is, not too far from Dawson, even in South. You walk down the high street, you go to your local packs, because oh, I'm just going to pull the bait one out. <laughs> oh, I've got so much to say about this. And then literally, you want to just buy maybe shampoo. Like, you might even need a little razor for your face, your eyebrow, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You go to the shop. I'm cool. But it's not uncle, our uncle. It's a different uncle. Yeah. <laughs> there, like, following, following you. you around the shop, oh, wow. asking you, do you need help? Mm. No, I don't need help because I know what I came for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just need you to give me the product that you got behind the shop that you think I'm going to steal. Yeah. So, oh, I love that you said that because those are the products that are, are working, the yeah, ones behind the counter. Yeah. Everything in front is 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 Cheap. nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you know that. There yes. So, what are your views on that? us as black women who have black hair mm -hmm. and black children, mm -hmm. like literally being able to actually have these products mm. to our use and just being able to like 
So I don't necessarily shop in those places. Like I said, I buy professional products. I do have a friend that owns one of those shops and um, he does sell a few professional products, but we all know that it's all crap. Yeah. So if you do go there, expect crap products and crap service. If you want good products, you do have to go to places that are advertising or, or, or even selling good products because of the evidence that they have behind the products you know that it actually works there's education behind it there's uh you know there's scientific evidence that it works i mean i use lots of products but they're professional and they teach you how to use it so i'm very big on there are products out there that will sell you aftercare but not have professional care and the reason why that's important is that if it's aftercare only where's the professional product so it's watered down because they need you to be reliant on it. Mm. And that's why you constantly have to keep buying these products because they're waiting for you to, okay, it's run out now. It's not hydrated enough. It's water-based. So it works in the beginning. And then after a while, it's like, mm, it's not as hydrating anymore. I need something else. So they are reliant on you being product junkies. And they don't care. They, they don't care about us. They're going to follow you because they want your pound and they want you out. Mm. So, yeah, um, be intentional. Maybe find black-owned uh, hair companies that you want to support online or in person. And um, if you don't want to go into those places, you've got Amazon. Yeah, no, be for real. Yeah, you know, yeah. it would come to your door. A few little pounds on top, but it's... I mean, sometimes it doesn't and sometimes it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It depends on what the products are, because if you go into those bait shops, you're looking and thinking, how much? I know. I know. Yeah. I remember being in one of those shops and um, I don't know if you guys know Crazy Colour. Yeah, yeah. So the representative of Crazy Colour was a white guy and he was in the salon and we had, he was in the hair shop and we had a conversation and he was like, you know, all the rest of it is crap. Like you would never see white people selling that crap. They won't sell it. Mm. They sell products that actually work. They're not trying to be associated with brands that don't actually do what they say they do. Whereas the Asian community, community don't care about our hair. Yeah. They don't care about what they're selling and they know we'll buy it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I think about that. This is why I'm having trouble with my daughter's hair. Bring, we do yeah. kids. I, I mean, can't find, I don't know, I'm not going to lie, and it sounds bad, she's four, yeah. and I still don't, her hair's not like mine. So I can't, I don't know what to put in her hair. What's the issue with her hair? Her hair's her hair is uh so her dad's mixed race. Okay. Obviously I'm just black. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Not just black, you black girl. I'm black, right? <laughs> this pro-black one hair, she's just saying she's just black. Yeah, I'm just saying, isn't it? Like there's no sauce. Yeah. There's no it's extra, always there's no sauce with the blackness. There's no extra. <laughs> no, but the difference is her her hair texture is different, different to so yours yeah and even if it was more afro i'd be cool with it mm -hmm. but i just don't know what to do with it so. i'm glad you said that because there's an assumption that it's maybe white mothers or or you know other races that will have this issue but we have this issue yeah. within our own community where we don't know what to do with a particular type of texture when it's not our own exactly so i then like my cousin can do it really well so i used to not use heat on my daughter's hair mm -hmm. but she's used to get she she gets lots of colds okay so as the weather changed yes. as she got older i now blow dry her hair okay. because i don't like wet drying it okay but her hair does better when it's wet dried yeah and her and her curls stay get, get a diffuser do you ever diffuse her curls no so a diffuser is a tall that big head yes. thing 
So you kind of like hovering the the heat over mm. her hair mm-hmm. without actually blow drying to disrupt her curl patterns. Yeah. So maybe you just might need a diffuser to keep her curls, but dry it as well. But how do I keep the moisture? That's okay, the products. That's treatments about and products. 15, 20. I know, but that's the thing. I have the knowledge because of the the education that I have. Yeah. You're picking products based off of, mm, let me see what it says at yeah, the back. This curls. Nice. Okay, my yeah. daughter's good curls. This yeah. must work. Yeah. This is coming from a different perspective. Um, if I saw her hair, mm. I'll be able to say, okay, I'm going to do that treatment and then that aftercare. Mm. And that's what I mean about professional care and then aftercare. Mm. If you've got products that just have aftercare, you're going to be so reliant on that. But if you have the professional care, you're hardly going to use your aftercare. That makes sense. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad that you recognise that, obviously, and I'm saying this as a black mum mm-hmm. with my daughter's hair, because I'm just not used to her texture of hair. I actually don't know what to do. What to do. I do her hair, and it looks fine. And if I blow dry it, it's all good in the hood. Mm. <laughs> but if I was to maintain the curls, I don't know how to maintain the curls, because I don't even do it to myself. Yeah. You're using the wand, girl. This is this is <laughs> this has been created. <laughs> I'm faking it. Yeah, I'm faking it. So, yeah, I think with products, products, you get a cheat code with a salon, especially a salon that you trust. Mm. I tell my clients, let me try out all the products. Mm. You go home, see if it's worked, and then I'll tell you what I've used. Mm. I never send my clients to buy a bunch of stuff Mm. because my service should last them. So, wait, do you try it out on yourself? Yeah, I'll try it out on my clients. So. I had a client today and she's got curly hair Mm -hmm. and I've got two curly ranges. Mm -hmm. So uh, the last time she was in, I used one range. And then second time, which was the day she was in, I used another range. Mm -hmm. So she can go home and see what she prefers. Mm -hmm. And then after that, then I would say, okay, well, this is what I use. This is how I used it. This is how often to use it. Mm -hmm. Because she's got that knowledge that it actually worked. Mm -hmm. But what we do is we buy things and it might not work. So we've got it sat in our hair shops. We've got mini hair shops in our house. You know, we could we could be like the, the Asians just <laughs> selling from, yeah. and it's a waste. So, um, yeah, I would say either go into a salon and just have a consultation with your daughter. Mm. Don't actually have a service if you don't want to have the service. Mm. And trial the things that they suggest mm. and see if it works for you. Mm. After the podcast, I'm going to suggest a few things. I would want people to come to Morel's. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Morels of broccoli um, mm. to receive care and uh, get a thorough consultation. But uh, for you, I've got some products that I think will work. Okay, um, cool. So I'll let you know afterwards. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So can I just say as well, and I think this is important because when we talk about kids and stuff mm-hmm. and you're giving advice and obviously people were obviously plugging as well for people to come to you. Do you guys specialise in natural hair as well? So I deal with hair care. I don't discriminate whether mm-hmm. you are relaxed or natural or coloured or whatever. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is healthy hair. Mm-hmm. So wherever you're at in your hair journey, mm-hmm. I just want it to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm big on that because I have clients who have gone from natural, who have gone from locks to picking out their locks, to relaxing, to go back to natural, who have coloured, who have relaxed. Like it's just, it's a hair journey. Mm-hmm. I don't think your journey uh, signifies any importance of your blackness. Mm-hmm. And um, be free to express however you feel with your hair. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a way of expression. So I'm here for your journey. I'm not here for what part of the journey you're on. Okay. As long as it's healthy. Absolutely. On the healthy topic, Tanja, black women and trimming their hair. Now, what is the problem? It's the back. No, no, no. It's, it's a massive problem. It is. Now, I, she's laughing because she knows she's one of them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't mind. I love a nice blunt cut. Yeah, and not even it doesn't even have to be a proper cut mm-hmm. like you got a bob. Mm-hmm. Like, give me the full. I'm going to the hairdresser. I'm getting this much trimmed off, and I know my hair's bouncing, and it's but it might be just above my shoulders, but it looks so my hair's quite thick, mm-hmm. and it looks healthy. Yeah, but there'll be girls. Oh my gosh, you cut that much of your hair off? Oh no, I can only do this much. My friend, she won't mind me sharing. She literally let me trim her hair because I do nothing. I'm not experimenting with hair, whatever. She trusted me to trim her hair. And I was like, babe, your split ends are splitting upwards. Girl. I need more. It's not cute. She was like, no, just this much. She used to be so afraid. And I'm like, do you think that you're retaining the length? By Are you a hairdresser in a past life? Be. Like, you, you just taking <laughs> the limelight. Like, you're just talking everything I would say. But literally, why? What, what do you feel like the fear is for <sighs> black women around not trimming their hair and not wanting to, like, have it cut? And I think there's this uh, myth that our hair doesn't grow. So whenever but, we but do... Hold on. I've seen some people, yeah? I don't like. <laughs> and their hair don't grow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's because I didn't have the trim. Like, have the trim. And grow for like 10 years. That's because they didn't have the trim. Oh my gosh. It's true. I've seen it too. And yeah. I've seen clients come in and like, my hair doesn't grow. And then we're growing their hair. Mm. Like, you got to do something different and have the trim. You probably have had like longer hair, shorter hair. You've been able to experiment so much because of your trim. Has your hair remained the same length for a little while? <laughs> I know, our show. Hold up. Pretty much. I mean, I met her like this. And she's a little bit like this. There's been times. Promoted like no, this. No, no, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I feel like your hair was thicker, but we obviously yeah. know it's, you know, when you get older, your hair shares it. Well, but that's that that right there is I have clients that are older and they've had treatments and their hair's got back to being as thick as it was when they were kids. So I think it's a lack of care of what you need rather than picking products of what you like yeah we're going top yes we are so. <laughs> she's scared to trim her hair i think she needs a nice little friend so like, i trimmed it i did trim I it did you? yeah i, I, I trimmed it no okay 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 we've got professional trim it good, good, but good. i'm thinking now yes. that i should do it every two months okay so i don't believe in a generic time of trimming the hair mm-hmm. i believe that your hair will let you know when it needs trimming mm-hmm. So it's when your ends are misbehaving, it's dry, it's brittle, you're having quite a bit of shedding or, you know, those little bits that break off and Mm. you can see it's time to take the ends off. Mm. What happens with our hair is that our ends are the oldest part of our hair Mm. and the regrowth comes through. So you've got this new growth and then the old growth. When we don't trim our ends, our ends will trim themselves. Yeah. That's what breakage is. Mm. So you'll have snapping and then you'll have new growth. So every time the new growth comes through, the snapping happens. Mm. So you always stay at the same length. Mm. So in order to pass that length, you need to trim it off. And it's not based on time. Because if you do it at a certain timeline, every single time, you're not going to retain length. Because you just keep trimming every time you get length. Mm. So yeah. There's an art. So hold on. Do we then do it? And then for for kids then, so anyone that has uh, children, because I don't even know about that. I got our hair trimmed Mm -hmm. because I saw split ends. Yes. And the ends were like afro-y. Okay. They were really afro-y in comparison to the rest it's of the It's probably hair. really dry rather than afro-y. You see what it is? Because I don't know the product. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to use. <laughs> like, it's curly hair and then the afro is yeah, just here. I'm like, why the hell 
so dry. I just got straight bits oh, as well. Wow. Got oh, wow. Shebang, okay, so. we're going to talk. Yeah, so that's why. And I thought, it's got Afro then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's probably, it's very brittle and dry. And uh, remember, it's the oldest part of her hair. So that's been there the longest. Mm. And you won't, let's say you have curls, your ends won't turn into Afro. Mm when it's been curly here mm. it's frizz mm. and that is just it just needs trimming yeah you heard you heard you heard you heard what do you think about mums who have got mixed children so their children are of i don't know they could be mixed race black and white they could be mixed Asian. can i really can i really say what i think Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. okay so um, when we get together, we make these beautiful babies. We do have to think about their lives before we uh, choose love. Um, and if you are not committed into learning about your child's needs, then it's, you're always going to see what they need as a problem. I think a lot of the times, some of these children, and I've seen it from myself with my clients that have come in, it's just their mums or their dads have just dealt with it but they haven't sourced the information to deal with it in a way that they need. So relaxes are happening or presses are happening and a lot of manipulation is happening from early. Sometimes people hate their curls depending on their background, so they try and make their hair as straight as possible. But I do think it's the responsibilities on the parent to educate themselves on how to manage their child's hair. Whether it means that you source information online or you go to a reputable salon or, you know, you just do things yourself and see what works. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the education that will help you. And don't fear the hair. Like, don't think oh, God, this big Afro hair, oh, my God, or, you know, this textured hair. Like, just go in as in, this is my child, this is her hair or his hair. Um, what do I need? Just like if we need, I don't know, an ingredient for cooking, we're going to go and source that information, right? Mm. It's the same thing with children's hair. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I heard that. We. Okay. Because I used to be a wee babe. Felicia, her name was. Felicia. Oh, okay. Felicia. Oh, wow. Hey, Felicia. They were Felicia. Okay. okay. <laughs> Okay. And I used to think they were nice. Mm-hmm. Now. They were buzzed. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were oh, so wow. wings. She'd be like, I've got Felicia on today. Oh, I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you feel I'm like serious. a whole personality comes out when you wear a wig? Like, it's... <laughs> she's like an auntie. I don't know where she's going with Felicia. Oh, my God. She's in all of that for auntie. Guys, nah, I thought it was Wow. Are you guys you friends? Yeah, we are. super <laughs> friends. But I'm not going to lie. Obviously, like, I'm not a lot of friends up from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. My man back then was Nigerian. So, so that wig passed. Influence. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know it, but obviously being a Caribbean girl, okay. it wasn't really a thing back then. Mm-hmm. Maybe we used to do our weaves that mm-hmm. I remember doing, yeah. so, mm-hmm. keeping it as natural as possible. Yeah. But the wig with the... the... Oh. And yeah, that was a whole long story. Now I despise wigs. Okay. Transition. I don't, I can't... You've gone the other end Yeah, now. like, I've just gone back to me. Like, I can't do the wigs, the itching, yeah. the removing my hat when I'm at home and then the man's looking at me with a little piece of cake. Wow. <laughs> like, where did the hat go? Or you're doing whatever you're doing, then the wig's just flying off the head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love hair journeys. Like, I, 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 please check out the podcast. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't mean to promote, but we have so many different... Hair journeys. You'll be shocked at what you hear. Everybody's hair journey is different. So hear me out, UK. Please check out the podcast. With wigs. 
Oh, was you making it yourself or? No, no, no. My friend was making it. So this See, is, that's the you, problem. Wait, hold on, listen, listen, though. I was supporting the brand. You don't need oh. you to support your friend's business, yeah? I was but was it worthy it. of supporting? No, just shit, okay. She's big now, oh, okay. Now, but okay. I still don't like that Felicia. Oh, okay. That long <laughs> one, one, the long one, that one that looked like a wig. Oh, Lord, was yeah? this at the beginning? Of... <laughs> was that at the beginning of the branding? <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Because if you look at the videos and before then, and then how me. it is, I was the one that before I was that first client that was like, oh, shall I send to your face? All right, babe, no problem. And then I'm there with the okay, it looked nice, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And then literally, I started. I was like, what? But she actually advised me, don't get a silk. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no, it looks nice. The hair looks good. Yeah, yeah. Then I just went and done what I wanted. Oh, okay. Well, I thank you for being her model because now she's where she's at now. You have to... Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> I've got a wig on. I like wigs, but I don't abuse wigs. Okay. So I have breaks. Wigs for me are a protective style and I will protect my hair and then I'll have it out. I've seen is that black men... Yeah, and I don't like generalising, but I'm a generalizer on the podcast, guys. Yeah. I might get dragged, but it is what it is. They'd be like, oh, I want a natural babe. Lies! Looking at <laughs> with the hair out, keeps the hair out, da -da -da -da, whatever. But then all the Insta baddies, the everybody has Brazilian down to... It's not even Brazilian anymore. I don't even know what the newest hair is now. Yeah, I've forgotten. It's hybrid. I'm there joking, we go. I'm <laughs> <laughs> literally down to their ass crack and then it's like but that's what you're liking yeah that's what you you be in the comments writing flames and whatnot i'm telling you love eyes love eyes like do you know what i mean <laughs> try to even slide in the dms and whatnot but then you want a natural break make it make sense and the same goes for makeup as well mm. oh, we don't like the contour we don't like this just be a natural woman mm -hmm. embrace your nature but then you go for the polar opposite when you're, you're liking pictures, pictures or even doing your, your things outside, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. The, the weird thing for me, I'm like, black women, wear your wigs if you want to wear it, yes. but let your hair breathe. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Like, I, I, you will see on my page, uh, Morels of Broccoli, that I have had my hair out, I've uh, relaxed, I've been natural, I've done the faux locks, mm -hmm. I wear wigs, um, I do it all and I'm very big on doing it all myself, so and then I could advise my clients on what to do with their mm. hair. Um, wigs should never be for life. Relaxers should never be for life. Uh, faux locks should never be for life. You shouldn't be living in a style. Um, whenever you do do stuff, make sure that you care for your hair as well. But I think wigs get abused. I think there's a lot of problems under the wigs. And um, what's scary is when you look a certain way and then when you take the wig off, well, nobody knows who you are. That's what I mean. That's so my mum knows it's me. <laughs> But that's because I have taken my wig off. Okay. And when he met me, I had tracks. So I had my own hair pressed and I had a few tracks mm. in. I've had a pixie cut. He loves that. Um, I'll put the wig on. It's not his favourite, but boy, I need to protect my hair. It's winter. Mm. And I can't have the pixie cut when it's raining outside and it's humid or whatever. That's just, it's just not going to work. Mm. So he just has to get used to having a different girlfriend each time <laughs> I change my hair. He loved that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can roll play. It's it up. <laughs> I mean, keep it all of course. Yeah. <laughs> You've never tried a wig. No. Well, I haven't. You don't have to. Don't have to yeah. But please try a treatment. <laughs> and take some, take some vitamins. We need to sort out the air. No, 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 we do need to. I've been eating more red meat and, okay. and greens oh, yeah, for the iron. So I've actually been tired. I'm trying. Good, good. Yes, babe. I'm here for it. And I've got different shampoo now. Yes. I don't have all these. Oh, no judgment. <laughs> I'm 
trying. I'm there cutting you lot. That's me. Get my hair chopping out. Anyway. My hair is dry. It's not dry. It's not dry. My daughter's is. I'm done. Sabrina, what made you start a hair salon? Let's oh my God, we're we talking about me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I um, worked in the salon mm -hmm. and I had a good life. Like I had a good life. I worked part-time, great, wonderful. And then one day I put my key through the door and the door was locked. It wasn't opening. I was like, uh, what's happening? So unfortunately, the salon that I worked at wasn't paying their rent on time. There was issues. So I literally lost my job overnight. I lost my job uh, 2014 in the May. By the September, Morel's was open. Oh, well done. I did it because I thought if people are going to not run their things properly, let me not run my thing properly then. Mm. <laughs> let me take the risk and like see what's going to happen. And yeah, uh, September will be 10 years. Amazing. So, yeah. Thank you. It's a Take the flowers. Yeah. But I did it because um, there's so much bad practice in black salons. Yeah, no. We, don't get me started. Yeah. I couldn't work. The salon that I worked at was on point. They worked on point. They, no issues. They followed the rules. You know, no one was getting their scalp burnt or, you know, losing oh, hair or anything like that. They, they <laughs> were professional. But I've worked at previous salons where... I mean, I've seen cockroaches crawl out of the kettle. So I was not about that life. Yes. That's why you don't eat drinks from Australians. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you would, we don't have that at Morel's. <laughs> but it was a thing where I was like, I need to give good service. And I also worked in high fashion. So I worked in the fashion industry for a while. I worked in European salons. And I really wanted to give black women a taste of not luxury, but just proper service. Like, I love seeing my clients come in where they've had breakage or damage and then we can restore their hair and they're getting the hair that they like or mm -hmm. seeing people that said they hate their hair and actually, no, I really love my hair. I look forward to coming here and getting my treatments done and seeing improvements. So that's why I opened Morel's. I was kind of forced to. Um, I just didn't want to take the risk of trusting my clientele with another business. So I did my own. That's it. And for those who don't know, you are a mother. I'm a mother. A mother. Yes. A mother's. How is it like juggling your own business mm -hmm. and running that and, you know, being, what are you, CEO, essentially, of your own company and then also having to juggle parenting as well? <sighs> Do you know what? I have a, in my kitchen, I have like post-it notes and I write things like affirmations or just things to do or whatever. I think... For me, it's remembering to enjoy my children. Mm. Like outside of business and all my responsibilities is that my babies are not going to be young forever. And I've got a 17-year-old and an 8-year-old, so they're not babies. Um, but You look good, girl. Thank you. I'm, I'm holding on. <laughs> Don't crack. I've got a wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding on. But um, to enjoy being a mum, because it's not forever. Yeah. And I don't... Oh, you know, like the whole routine stuff and just, okay, bedtime and, you know, doing things strategically and just doing things that we think would make us a good parent. I don't care about that stuff. I do what's best for me and my child. So there's times like I've redecorated my salon and it was me, my son and my partner. We decorated to get together and it was there was a few late nights, but he's going to have memories of, I remember when we 
decorated the salon. Yeah. Um, my eldest helped me with the flooring when we first opened. Uh, just I get them involved so it's part of them too. Yeah. But yeah, don't judge yourself as mothers and know why you're doing what you're doing. And um, if they have a late night, they have a late night. If they have an early night, they have an early night. If you haven't cooked dinner and you've got a takeaway, then so what? Like just get it done and remember to enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Love that. So the podcast. Yes, I've been mentioning the podcast. Yeah, you've been dropping that hit. <laughs> I have, I have. When did you start your podcast? So we started the podcast about a year and a half ago and I had someone hit me up and be like, they saw a, a live that we did on Instagram. So I used to go live and just rant about here, really, and just talk about, you know, services that happen in salons, what we do in the salon, all of that stuff. And they saw it and said, you know, how do you feel about making this a podcast? I'm not going to lie. When I saw the DM, I was like, who is this person? I looked at the profile and I was like, mm-hmm. it looks suspicious, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was my year of saying yes. Okay. So sometimes we can judge things and just have whatever judgment we put on it and think it could be something that it's not. And I just thought, let me say yes and see what happens. And then all of a sudden, this whole production team was in the salon. We're filming. And yeah, we've been filming ever since. I absolutely love the podcast for the platform that it provides for women to talk about their hair journeys. I don't think there's enough of a space where we can talk about the many different hair journeys that we have. And As we are all individuals, our hair journeys are all completely different. Mm. But what we have in common is that we have spent years manipulating our hair to do things that it doesn't actually want to do Mm. and not knowing how to care for our hair. And that's why Morels is around. I want to teach people how to care for their hair and let them know that you can have great hair without having to abuse it. So yeah, so the podcast is just hair journeys and women talking about the things they've achieved, their struggles, um, and their hair. Yeah. You know? So it's going to it sounds amazing. Thank I know you. you're sneak peek, and I love the fact that your setup is in the salon. So yeah. just give it that little authentic feel. It's nice. Thank and you. make sure you check it out, but you plug yourself at the end of the app. Um in salons, do you like hair and tea? Do you know what? Okay. You spill your glass. The the typical black, black, black one. We're not typical black, black, black. No, do you know what? The bougie ones do as well. No, I don't. I don't do that. You don't do it. You you won't be in the salon all day. I think. Oh, what? as black women, we have the same 24 hours as everybody else. Yeah, why, why is it a, a whole day yeah. to get your hair done? Yeah. And salons, do better. Just book your appointments in, you know, in time for everyone. Don't overbook yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very big on, like, respecting my clients' time because I run promptly. So if you're late, I'm late and mm-hmm. I will reschedule you. So it's a case of, like, let's respect each other and get you in and out so you can enjoy the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. <laughs> Tea in the salon, oh, it can be very dramatic. I have counselling. I'm not going to lie. I see a counsellor every two weeks because some of the stuff you guys have to tell me is freaking triggering. Oh, my God. Like, you guys need... I'm not a counsellor. I just do hair. <laughs> so when people put things on me, it's like, wow. I have to go to my counsellor and be like, boy. Because they feel like home. I get it. And like, 
I became really good friends with my hairdresser. Mm-hmm. And um, you then start becoming actual friends. Mm. It's just not your hairdresser, especially mm. if you trust that person. No, no. Remember, you know, like the West Indian sayings about people touching their hair. Yes. If their hand's good for your hair. Yes. And all those stuff. You take it personally, don't you? You do. And, you're like, and you know, you know when someone's hand <clears> is good for your hair because you can see the improvements mm, in your hair. Yeah. So then you start just sharing information about Tyrone. You know? Well, I mean, I don't mind hearing about Tyrone. I think the biggest thing is mental health. Yeah. Physical health and just like depression and stuff like that. That is just heartbreaking. And I think a lot of the times when people come to Morels, they're at a point where they want to make changes in their life. Mm. And I've got this big thing that your hair is your crown and underneath your crown is your brain. Mm. And it's important that you nurture and look after yourself. So I find that the clientele that I attract are people that want change in their life. And hair care is like a form of self-love. Like, you know, once you start thinking, okay, I'm fed up of the tension, I'm fed up of the dry scalp, I'm fed up of the breakage, I want change. Once you make that change with your hair, you start making those changes throughout your life. So, yeah. Perfect. So if anyone watching or listening um, is interested, how would they go about booking Morel? So we have a website. So you can book on our website, www.morels.co.uk. Or you can give us a call. Or we're on Instagram, Morels of Broccoli. Um, that's how you do it. We do consultations. So I'm very big on like knowing what your hair has been doing, um, seeing your scalp, seeing your hair, understanding the problems that you have. And then resolving it. Mm. Um, styles are fantastic. I can give you an amazing style. But if the problems are still there, what's the I point of having it. the style? Yeah. So that's how you'll find us. Lovely. You can find us on Hear Me Out UK, on uh, YouTube, we're on Spotify, and we're on Instagram. Perfect, guys. Make sure you do and like your content. Make sure you drop them a follow. We are Mama Java Podcast on every single platform. Like, subscribe, rate five stars wherever possible. And we are out. Bye.